Good afternoon. Greetings to all our listeners, both through the airwaves and through the online waves. Through cyber folks, it's a delightful Sunday. Just been out there. The sun is shining nice, not too hot, just bright enough, and just giving you all this internal energy. Yes, the vitamin D also. Every Sunday, we're not into your space. We come to you to share health issues from a perspective that gives reverence to the source of our being. We impart there are five pillars to wellness. Spiritual, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, and environment. This month, as always, we look at what's going on globally and we ensure our programs are always relevant to what the discussion is. Well, this month is Hair Awareness Month. I bet you did not know that. So what about hair awareness? Because the hair is quite an, quite an impressive part of the body. We, do, we take it for granted until something begins to happen. You know, it begins to disappear or begins to fall off in bunches. But before then, there's a lot you can do in terms of wellness, in terms of your health, in terms of behavior, in terms of activity to keep the entire body healthy. And when the body is truly healthy, your skin and your hair, which is an extension of your skin, will shine likewise. Today, we have a guest with us as we journey through Hair Awareness Month. Our guest is a senior consultant with the Vinci Inter really International Global Hair Group in several countries around the world. Ayo Otubajo, good afternoon and thank you for being here. Good afternoon, thank you for inviting me. All right, you know, hair loss or hair problems affects men, women, middle-aged and older. Some of us have just accepted that, okay, you don't go, you don't go with that. And we're happy with the current look and certainly the basketballers in the NBA have helped us, you know, look even better. All right. Ayo, tell us about this health hair awareness month. What it's all about <coughs> and how you plug into it and how you want us to all appreciate this journey with our <laughs> crown. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so August has been celebrated worldwide uh, as Hair Loss Awareness Month. Um, it's a way of educating uh, people about hair loss, about the what causes it, uh, what the remedies are, and sometimes how to prevent hair loss <laughs> because some hair loss can be prevented. Um, so it's really to educate, to inform, and to provide information uh, to to everyone uh, about hair loss. And uh, yeah, so that this is basically what uh, hair loss is, uh, and that's why we're celebrating uh, Hair Loss Awareness, Awareness Month uh, for August. All right, so hair loss, you mentioned prevention, you mentioned treatment and management. Mm. Causes. Yes. Let's start with causes. What are some underlying causes of hair loss? Right. I mean, typically one out of every two men would experience baldness at some stage in their lives. Uh, one out of four women would experience uh, baldness at uh, uh, some stage uh, before menopause. Now, there are different causes of hair loss. I mean, the most common ones are what we call androgenic alopecia. 
So alopecia is just a general term for hair loss. It's a technical term for hair loss. So you've got androgenic alopecia, which is a genetic form of hair loss. And that's what we see mostly in men and women. So, you know, if your father or your mother has genetic hair loss, you're more likely, it's not definite, but you're more likely uh, to develop the same condition. And then you've got um, other types of hair loss, the ones which I always say can be prevented. <laughs> uh, for instance, traction alopecia. Uh, traction alopecia is very common uh, with African women. And it's so preventable because what causes it is the typical hairstyling, uh, which goes on at salons up and down the country. Um, there is nothing fundamentally wrong with women trying to look good. I mean, women have always been trying to look good since the days of Beersheba, you know. Um, the question is, how do you do it? When you go to the salon, are you aware of what's actually been done on your scalp? Are you aware of what possible damage could ensue? And be wary of products, for instance, that's been applied on your scalp because all these things are what causes this traction alopecia or what we call psychiatricia alopecia as well. So there are those preventable types. Most of the uh, medical uh, form of hair loss may be due to certain drug use or chemotherapy, which is quite, quite common uh, for patients going undergoing chemotherapy. Those are usually transient uh, hair loss. Uh, the hair loss is not permanent. And once the course of treatment, for instance, chemotherapy is completed, I mean, you could be well assured that your hair would come back. Uh, that is very, you know, that, that is very reassuring for anyone out there who's suffering or undergoing chemotherapy. So those are the three main types of alopecia. So you've got a genetic alopecia, you've got the traction alopecia, uh, and then the ones that are induced uh, by drugs or certain medical treatments. Drugs, medical treatments, how about aesthetic treatments? Well, aesthetic treatments uh, are, you know, I mean, sometimes you go to, uh, you know, you find women that go to the salon and there's a particular um, uh, wig that they <laughs> very much like or, or a particular look they want to, they want to come up with. And... Uh, Basically, basically the, 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 the items they use or the products they use in applying the wigs, for instance, like glue or, or, or sometimes, um, you know, other types of application of those wigs on the scalp, that could cause a very insidious type of hair loss that we call psychiatricia alopecia. So those kind of aesthetic uh, hair uh, styling, you know, can lead you know, to uh, to hair loss. Okay, so someone comes in to see you or is worried about a patch of hair or increasing hair on their combs, on their brushes. Yeah. What what would be your guidance? What should they do first? Who should they go and talk to first? I mean, how should they deal with this finding? Yeah, uh, it's quite normal to lose about on average hundred uh, hairs on your scalp every day. It's very normal because the hair goes through several phases. Some will be at a phase where they're growing. Some will be at a phase where they're, you know, about to fall out. Those are the 100 or so hairs that will fall out each day. Now, as they fall out, new follicles will bring forth new hair. So it is normal. 
Now, where the hair loss becomes excessive, and that's a matter of judgment, by the way, then there is an underlying problem that needs to be addressed. And, you know, you, the first port of call really ought to be um, a hair loss or hair restoration clinic for them to look into what's causing the excessive hair loss and what possible treatment options are available to you. Okay, so they go to the hair loss clinic and they sit down. You guys run your series of analysis and right. I mean, data gathering and trying to, okay, what, what should the client expect when they go through this? Well, I mean, we offer free consultation. Uh, we don't charge for a consultation for a start. But, I mean, you would typically be asked some standard questions, uh, which obviously is part of the diagnosis of what's caused the hair loss. Um, there is also the kind of physical inspection of the scalp. Uh, sometimes it could involve what we call plucking, you know, where you pluck uh, certain hairs from different parts of the scalp to see just how badly damaged, you know, those follicles are. So there are different types of... Uh, uh, questions that will be asked and visual uh, examination of the scalp and the hair. Okay. Is there any metabolic analysis if they have underlying diseases, diabetes, um, autoimmune disorders like lupus? Precisely. Well, I mean, we always feel that uh, running several tests is really a waste of resources because a lot of the questions uh, that are being asked, if they're asked and they're uh, and they're properly analyzed um, can really point you in the direction of what's caused the, the hair loss. So, for instance, you know, somebody who um, has autoimmune disease, I mean, you will see the signs, you know, I mean, it could be something called uh, alopecia totalis, which would be the manifestation of the autoimmune disease, or it could be alopecia universalis, you know, that's the total loss of hair all over the body, including pubic hair, underarm, and everywhere. So, those kind of probing questions are really where we focus our attention on. And that's where we're able to diagnose exactly what the issue is and what we can do uh, for the client. Okay, so client goes through all this analysis, questioning, surveys, gives all the data, and bottom line is, dude, I want the hair back. What are the options? I want the hair back, period. Absolutely. The, I mean, there are a wide range of treatment options. Um, what I always emphasize uh, to everyone is the earlier you come in for a consultation with a hair loss consultant, the easier it is for us to find a quick solution and the cheaper <laughs> it would be for the client. So, for instance, if you're still at a very early stage and that's sometimes manifested in the way the hair starts thinning, uh, sometimes it gets soft, like baby's hair. We haven't actually lost it, but the hair is becoming thinner. We can prescribe certain medication, uh, you know, minoxidil typically, or finasteride, you know, for the male pattern uh, baldness to really reverse, you know, that thinning. So contrary to expectations, you know, baldness can be prevented. It's all a matter of when you come in to consult with us. There are other treatment options, you know, we've got therapy, we've got uh, platelet-rich plasma therapy, which is a form of using your own blood or the elements of your own blood to actually repair the damaged cells, which are the follicles. We've got some, uh, what we call met mesotherapy, you know, which is a form of injecting pharmaceutical uh, medication directly into the scalp. 
you know it's a lot more effective i guess you know than the topical application of the same uh, uh pharmaceutical products and then we've got at the at the very end of the spectrum uh we've got the ultimate uh hair transplant uh which basically means that if you've actually gone bald you can have hair growing back where you've actually gone bald and that's done surgically it's a uh, call it's really a minor surgery it's nothing major you know because it's all done on a day uh on a day basis so you don't have to stay beyond the day in, the, in, in our clinic you know to to have the procedure done and that's something which would start growing the hair back within three months you start seeing new uh hair coming up where the new follicles have been implanted and within six months you could you know have your full head back you're listening to wellness half hour we're all about staying healthy, maintaining your wellness, preventing ailment, and if there's underlying cause, and this reverse from a, in, a, in a natural arena, from a natural perspective. Today we're talking about hair loss. You've, you've touched on some of the causes of hair loss. Of course, we want to prevent it. And he touched on a very key point. Get in there early. If you notice, there's this 101 hair follicles coming just joking. There's a lot of hair, unusual density of hair coming off. Get attention. Don't wait till you have a full bald patch. If you notice that it's not only on the top, on the, on the scalp of your head, but even on the underarm, other, other areas, he says, get attention. So the people who, are, who have studied this arena, who work in teams, literally to do what? Give you that look, that alleviate the concern, the worry. We know in today's environment, I'm from sure before too, People are worried about their looks. They want to maintain that hair of, that hair of head, that head of hair, that hair of head of hair. And some people actually, it boils, it digs down into their psyche when they don't have a good look. So paying a bit more attention when you comb your hair, when you wash your hair, when you look in the mirror, there are options to get things fixed at an early stage. Now, in cases where you try the various mesotherapy, the injection doesn't work, and you go to the ultimate surgery, hmm. how long will that, I mean, will that, is that permanent that stays, or one has to come for follow-up and checkups, or is no, 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 I mean, the, once the surgery's been done, uh, that's it. You know, the only thing we will ask you to do, and this is the only uh, continent we do it, is we ask you to come back every three months for a checkup and for us to apply what we call the PRP therapy, the platelet-rich plasma therapy. Um, we feel that uh, people that have the platelet-rich plasma therapy just before the transplant and then subsequently after the transplant tend to get better results. Uh, and this was an initiative that I personally started when we, when we commenced our transplant operations in uh, Nigeria four years ago. So, um, yes, so we invite people back every quarter, uh, you know, have a look at them, seeing what progress they've been making, and uh, we provide the platelet-rich plasma therapy, totally free of charge, you know, because they've already paid for the transplant anyway. Um, and basically, it's just a matter of just sitting back and letting the hair grow. Um, hair growth is a patient thing. I mean, most people will not be aware of this, but hair grows at the rate of half an inch a month. So for you to really start seeing something tangible, you need to give it some time. So that's why we talk about months instead of weeks. 
for you to start seeing results. Whether you're taking medication or whether you've been through the transplant procedure, it's still a matter of patience and taking time to see the results of, uh, of the treatment that you've undergone. Okay, we'll open the lines. Let's hear from our listeners, ask um, your questions about care loss, causes, prevention, treatments, and what else can be done to give you that look that you desire. 0700-923-923-923. Of course, we always advocate taking care of the inside, making sure the body is nurtured with the wholesome, organic, nutrition, lots of water, exercise, good sleep, decreasing stress. You know, we look at some of our leaders, especially the American leaders, within two or three years of getting into the presidency, their hair goes from... <laughs> we saw what happened to Obama. <laughs> what, help us understand that, that process and what can be done to minimize it when we run for presidency. <laughs> well, not that I've been through the experience myself, but stress, I mean, running for presidency, especially the United States presidency, perhaps is the most stressful thing ever for anybody. I've been in that job for eight years as well. I mean, it's enough to give everybody gray hair, so I'm not surprised poor, <laughs> poor Obama. One last half hour? Okay. So, uh, we have a couple calls coming in. Wellness half hour. Good morning. Sorry, good afternoon, Neiman. Where are you calling from? Oh, good afternoon. My name is Mercy. I'm calling from Lagos. Yes, Mercy. Go ahead. Okay, please. Um, my own um issue with regards to air loss is um, I I actually don't know if I should call it air loss, but I don't have um eyelash and eyebrow. Mm. That was how I was born. So um, you have to take a very close look at it before you would see very, you know, um, scanty hair on my eyebrow. Mm. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've used a lot of products, uh, you know, that they advertise online and all of that. Mm. You know, one actually started making the eyebrow to grow, but the instruction there is that as soon as you stop, the hair starts fall, start falling off. Yeah. And, and it actually did that. Did, when yeah. I stopped, because I couldn't get the product to buy continuously, yeah. it started falling off. But, you know, I, I really want to have um, eyelash and um, eyebrow, but <laughs> you, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. I, mean, I, I go through my baby picture and discover, <laughs> oh, that's how I came. But I really want this egg. Um, you know, I, I have hair on my head. Yes. I have hair, you know, but, but my eyebrow and my eyelash, I don't know. Mm. What can I do? Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, we do transplants of uh, uh, eyebrows. We don't do eyelashes for uh, because the black hair doesn't lend itself easily to eyelashes uh, transplant. But eyebrows, we do. Now, the the product that we're using. Uh, this is the thing about uh, certain products that it's really to maintain what you've got. So the minute you stop, mm. you know, the the the, the growth or the the results you've had will be reversed. I think in your case, I mean, since you've tried all these products, you know, you should really be considering uh, a brow transplant. Mm. Uh, that would be a permanent uh, solution rather than keep buying products and then stopping and then losing whatever you've achieved. 
So that would be that would be my advice. Oh, okay, that's fine. But please, how do I get to um, get to your clinic or your office we'll, for constantly we'll, and all of that? We'll give a contact for Ayo at the end, end of the program. Give a contact for Ayo. Just keep keep listening, please. Keep listening. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Mercy. Thank you. I'm I'm grateful. You're welcome. All right. Yeah, so bye. the grain of the hair. Yeah. <laughs> there. One last half hour, your name and where you're calling from. Okay. There are there are physiological reasons why we 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 grow gray hair. Um, some have attributed it to to stress. Some have attributed it to old age. You know, I mean, we still don't know a great deal about this condition. You know, gray hair. How about people growing gray hair even in their 20s? In their, in their yeah, teens? precisely, precisely. I had gray hair in my 20s. Precisely, precisely. This is the unfortunate thing about the industry that I work in, that there really isn't the resources, the funds, hmm. to carry out a lot of research that we would love to carry out. Um, and maybe one day, you know, um, hmm. you know, we'll have the funds, you know, resources to do that, and we'll learn a lot more than we do know now. So, but we know certainly stress you know, can lead, you know, to gray hair. We know that. Hmm. Saying that. Obama is a classic example. <laughs> Our number is 0700 Ayo is here with us, a senior consultant, an expert in this arena of hair loss. And this is the month of hair loss. So if you don't ask a question this month, you wait till next day to ask a question. <laughs> in folks, you mentioned the genetic component. Yeah. There are families where the dad has a full hair of hair, yeah, and the son balding, balding, yeah, yeah. What are there other factors that we think we should consider, or is there does that doesn't have too much of daddy's genes inside him and none of mommy's? No, I mean this particular type of alopecia is called androgenic alopecia. Um, we still don't know a great deal about this condition. I mean, for, from what we know. Uh, it's not a uniform condition across the family unit. So we've seen family units where the father, like you said, has a full head of hair, and maybe two sons out of four will be balding. Sometimes we might start looking into the family tree and you'll find that the grandparents, you know, one of them was bald. Mm -hmm. So the balding gene is always there, but we don't understand why it doesn't affect all the family members. Uh, uh, equally, so very yeah. Androgenic balding, typically we think of it affecting men. Sure, but it also affects women. Women, absolutely. I mean, like I said earlier, you know, one out of four women can expect to develop androgenic alopecia up until their menopause. Um, now, most women would tend to inherit those androgenic genes, or you know, that or what causes. Uh, the type of alopecia from the mother's side, uh, whereas the man can get it from mother or the father. Um, sometimes, you know, women, I mean, the, the pattern of their hair loss is different to the man. Mm -hmm. So with the women, it's not the kind of uh, patterns, more diffused uh, hair loss, and the thinning is quite extensive. Uh, 
Go ahead. So, yeah. So, but basically, the what causes this androgenic alopecia is this uh, hormone, uh, uh, dihydrotestosterone, uh, or DHT, which basically attacks the follicles in this part, the in the middle part of the scalp. And uh, where, when it's when the process starts, you know, the you know we call it the miniaturization process. It reduces the size of the follicles, and as the size of the follicles are reduced, the hair becomes thin. Mm. And you sometimes you feel your hair is like soft, like baby hair, like cotton wool. Yeah. That is the miniaturization process going Hello? on. Hello. Good afternoon. Neman, where are you calling from? Yeah. My name is Victoria. I'm calling from Georgia. Yes, go ahead, Victoria. My question is that I have gray hair and it came out so fast and it's at the front of my hair. I know I I'm suspect maybe it's stress, but how 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 do I get rid of this? And my in the office, I probably would like, ah, Victoria, you're not Maria, and you have gray hair, and it's so obvious at the front of my hair. I don't know what to do with it. And another thing, to my front hair, I think that one is as a result of um, Ghana bread. It fell off, and it's, it's taking time to grow back. Mm. What, what do I do? Right. I mean, the gray hair, like I said earlier, um, we still don't know a great deal about what causes it, although we suspect you know, stress to be one factor. Um, you know, I, I would just suggest you get a very good uh, air dye product uh, from a pharmacy uh, for that. Now, with regards to the loss of hair uh, in that frontal region, which you've uh, accurately diagnosed as coming from the type of hairstyling you've done, the Ghana braiding, that's what we call traction alopecia. You stopped doing that, but the damage might have been done already, and that's the reason why you're not getting uh, any improvement on that. Now, I don't know, you know, just how badly thin the hair is. Uh, if it's not too badly thin, then you know, medication, topical medication, or some therapy might just be all you need. But if you've actually gone bald. In that frontal, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Actually, it's, I think it's um, one part of the the other side that is growing, but one is taking time, so it's not that bad. Okay, so the, you could you, it could just be some therapy that you need, you know, to help the follicles to get stronger and to start growing thicker okay. hair. Yeah, might be just all you so need. How do I do that? We'll, we'll give a contact for Ayo so that you can reach him beyond today. Yeah. Then um, talking about dye, um, I have I have some friends that use dye, but as as time goes on, the the hair fall off and they had no choice than to you know scrape out the hair for new ones. Yeah, now that this one? is yeah sorry, this is exactly why I say you need to get a reputable brand. Unfortunately, we don't promote any particular brand. If you go oh. to a pharmacy, if you go to any pharmacy and just tell them you're looking for a reputable uh, dye brand. I'm sure they'll be able to help you rather than just going to some market or some shop to get something. Um, I would trust a pharmacy to, to, to get you the right uh, brand that will not cause the hair loss that your friends uh, are experiencing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thanks so much. So we're learning about hair loss. We're learning about hair. We're learning a lot about what we do that contributes to it and what we can do to prevent, to maintain, and help us keep our as long as possible. Well, how, if, how can we get in contact with you, Ayo? Well, I mean, we're on Instagram. Uh, so it's uh, Vinci Hair Nigeria. Uh, Vinci as in Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, V-I-N-C-I. 
Okay, Nigeria. Um, so we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, uh, and um, our clinics. Reach him through Instagram, reach him through Facebook. He's, I know he's a very busy gentleman, but this particular month he's here to take care of all our everybody who has hair issue in Nigeria and fit on through this program. Um, I, a lot of people do buy supplements, because some of them, they say, you know, improves hair, mm. whether it's the co coenzymes or it's the biotin or mm. the panthenic acid and things like that. Is there any general guide you give people when they ch want to choose supplements for their hair? Right. Um, one of the things I've found in Nigeria are products that are solely biotin. Now, biotin is just one aspect of several elements that you need for good hair growth. So you need your vitamins, A, B, D, you need your zinc, you need your folic acid. I mean, there's a long list of them. And <laughs> we, have, we have our own supplements with them, so I know. So just relying on biotin is not really you know what's going to help you get the kind of uh, full hair that you're looking for you need a full range uh, of all those elements awesome ayo otubanjo 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 thank you very very much for sharing with us we appreciate taking time out on a lovely sunday afternoon folks this is sunday take off your shoes go to the beach walk in walk on the sand walk on the grass do some grounding some earthing and get some vitamin D free of charge from Mother Nature. <laughs> this is the time. Let that head, let that original scalp get vitamin D gone. Thank you very much, Ayo. And Thank you very much. Of course, always appreciating Inspiration FM. Ego, awesome. <laughs> always a pleasure, Dr. Patrick. Shout out to Uncle Sonny, who is here with us live in the studio. Yes, <laughs> live <laughs> after several months. Okay, well, Thank stick around. 92.3 Inspiration FM. Staying it with music coming up next with Uncle Sonny Rabo. Mm-hmm. <laughs>